tell this, but we don't show prep. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I, just, I just barely yourself. make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell. But we don't show. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Me hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy. Ha <laughs> It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing them, ain't no breaking them. Real port alive from the hard rock stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six rig champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad. The six rig cane show. The six rig cane show. The six rings cane show. You know. Wrong with us, we're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes! Um, well, let's get right to it, right? So, we've got, we've well, got a- just real quick if everyone didn't see Dan Morgan is the yeah. new, new GM of the Panthers, shout out to him. We got He's been doing some really good things. Yeah, yeah. He, he's running the Panthers. James Jones is running the Suns. Like we got, we got our people. Uh, we're everywhere. As long as David Tepper stays out of Dan Morgan's way, then then I think it'll be good for Dan Morgan. If David Tepper does what David Tepper does, then I feel David bad Tepper's for him. name is on one of my degrees. So keep it keep it chiller. Well, I don't know about that fish. Maybe, uh, maybe I paid a lot of money for that thing. There you go. There's David Tepper doing David Tepper things. That one right there has his name on it. So, like, let's let's not let's not do that. Uh, what school is that? Uh, Carnegie Mellon's Business School. He oh, wow. got your money and put his name on it. Oh, okay. the Tepper School of Business. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, um, getting uh, let's let's kind of uh. Pivot a little bit. Obviously, you know, we we did want to talk about <clears throat> some visitors and, and some transfer portal news recently. All, all it looks like it's all Washington news, really, too. So I don't think we mentioned uh Mish Powell uh committing to Miami last week um on the show, right? I think it was a little after that, right? Yeah, so, after that. Uh big time, big time safety. Uh, you know, started all three years at Washington for the Huskies. Obviously, you saw him in the national championship as well. Uh, made some big plays throughout the years for for Washington. Comes in with that, you know, with with that big time Power Five um, experience. This is a guy that now we can sit here and say, this is not a guy. We're, oh, we're building depth. No, this guy's going to come in. And he's no, he's ready. He's yeah. he's your starting, you know, strong safety potentially. Uh, an absolute talent at that position solidifies that now that that safety uh, that safety room as well. I know you've got the additions of Savion Riley and uh, Isaiah Taylor as well, so you've got you've got some depth there. <coughs> Excuse me, but you also got some really good talent with Jaden Harris coming back um, and Marquise Williams still here. So you've got some you've got some depth now at that safety position where 
maybe a couple of weeks ago we said, well, we, we still need, you know, that might be a position that we need to, to kind of shore up. Now you get a guy like Mish Will, uh, excuse me, Mish Powell come in and uh, Savion Riley, of course, uh, about a month ago, and, and, and you get Isaiah Taylor. So I know the biggest the biggest question mark is, well, did we just take him just to keep Jason Taylor here? Uh, we're talking about Isaiah Taylor. No, I, I don't I don't think so necessarily. I think he's a good player that needs to develop. I think he still needs some some time to, to get a little better, but he's a, he's a, he's a, you know he's a strong player. A guy who played at a, at a Power 5 school at Arizona for Jed Fish. They had a really good season. Good player. Decides to come over. You know, he's a solid player. He's a guy that can add depth at that, at that position, and I think that's a good pickup as well. So yeah. uh, really excited about Jason really wants to be nice to us. Let, let him send Mason here. So Yeah, uh, no kidding, right? <laughs> that's what we do. We do need some help at tight end as well. So what's your take, Blue, on, on Mish Powell coming in and, and kind of solidifying that safety room? Yeah, physical guy. He's going to knock your head off. And that, see, he adds what he does, especially in the ACC where you got larger receivers now. Um, he's going to put the fear into them. And uh, I don't think we had that last year. You know, we didn't have, I mean, you know, when Cam was healthy, we did. He wasn't always healthy. He was out for a few games. Um, and James Williams was a headhunter without a purpose sometimes, you know, but this guy is, he reads extremely well. He's got loose hips. So he's also a cover guy and um, no, I like him a lot. I, I uh, he's a great addition and um, you know, bring more guys in like that. I think that, and all that does is whenever go, Oh, well, we have too many of this. No, you never have too many of everything because I remember, I'm going to remind you that two years ago, everyone, Oh, we got so many running back. Yeah. Right. They yeah. were using a freaking walk-on by the end of the year. So, um, yeah, you can never have too much. And then the competition in the room and on the field. And like I told you last week, I I probably am looking forward to this spring at Miami more so than I have in a lot of them because there's going to be a lot of, you know, I mean, there's going to be a few guys out here and there. But I think staying healthy, that spring game and a couple of those scrimmages will be worth the money because – this is where a lot, this is where, you know, because he doesn't care about hiding anything. You know, what are you going to hide? Seven and 16. You know, all you got to do is you got to let everything out. And, uh, and they are, they're going to put competition out. I, I'd love to be in those practices. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch. D DJ, I, um, <clears throat> I kind of wanted to ask you the same question. Look, uh, Mel mentioned that. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't forget Zaquan and, and Isaiah Thomas and guys like that that are probably going to play a little bit of safety as well, um, coming in as, as freshmen. So uh, you've got you've got a lot of talent in that position. Zaquan's going to have something to say. Mark Heath, uh, Jaden Day, uh, I'm sorry, Jaden Harris. Uh, the, the list goes on and on. But now you've got some real good depth there. What does a guy like Mish Powell do for this defense now? Which, by the way, Lance Gidry is a safeties guy, right? That's what he likes to coach. So he's got to be excited to bring in a guy like Powell as well, right? Absolutely. And, you know, you think about the experience that Powell brings to the defense and not only experience, but experience in big games. And, you know, if you want to build a program, you need to have players that have big game experience and that and that helps establish the culture and, you know, the winning ways and things like that. And, you know, Powell had a great season last year. He had three interceptions. And so, you know, he brings another element to the room that kind of solidifies it while, you know, other safeties may get their feet under them. And that's not a bad thing. You never want to rush a kid, you know, to play too early before they're developed. And, you know, next thing you know, they lose their confidence. 
So a guy like Powell, for example, will be able to really kind of help bridge the gap and, you know, also provide an immediate impact, you know, playmaker. And, you know, we were kind of wondering what the safety position was going to look like, you know, just, you know, a month ago. And now, you know, the addition of Powell really kind of really kind of solidifies that. And, you know, good on Miami for, you know, identifying a need and, and you know, addressing it. Yeah, Viv, <clears throat> Mish Powell, I mean, you, you saw the game. You saw the national championship game. Uh, you know, the that Washington team defense is not bad at all, man. That's a really good defense. Uh, and then Miami being able to pick up one of those guys that was not a contribute, not just a contributor, but you know he was he was he was one of the one of the big names on that defense, a guy that came in and, and really played a significant role in how well that defense played day in you know game in and game out. Uh, you saw that there was a lot of times where that defense, you know, Michael Penix struggled this season with a few games, uh, and and that defense came up big and was able to win some of those games for him. That's that's what Miami's looking for, right? We had that situation last year where the defense, you know, defense played really well a few games and their offense let us down. But then the offense played well, and we had a couple a couple nights where the defense just couldn't put it together, right? This kind of helps that out, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a need position. Obviously, yeah. we lost lost a lot of experience there, and I think that's that's what they're looking for. Played a lot of big games, won't be overwhelmed by the moment. I keep bringing this up, but the first game is at Florida, so you can't go in there and bleed people in. Good. Good point. Well, I think it's a worthy point to bring up because, yeah. you know, that could set the tone, not to be dramatic, but for the rest of the season, depending on how things go. I mean, you can't be losing to this version of Florida. I don't no. Care no. No. No, they're they're down bad. They're um, still not going to be easy in and, Florida. But... And they've somehow been cheating to get here because they're under NCAA investigation now. So this is not, <laughs> you know, this is the, the – you can't lose that game. They'll just take the win. No. They'll take the air out of our program. Right. Um, more okay. so than really do anything for their program. Yeah. It'll, so – I think and Mario likes his his guys, and I think any any his guys he can trust, and I think any defensive coach, you know, you have one guy out there who can't trust the offense, will find him. It's very different than offense where you can hide people and like, all right, we're gonna run left because the right guard's not making this block or what. You can't do that on defense; they'll find you, and especially at safety. I mean, we had despite having you know James Williams and Cam Kitchens last year, we had some safety issues. Um, you know. Most notably, that can't happen against Georgia Tech at the end of the game, and right? Was, right. I mean, that cost us a game right there, and and so there was room to improve, but you know, you didn't want those two kids to leave. You kind of knew they were going to. So this is this is a huge get. Um, if you're talking about competing next year beyond winning like seven or eight games, you needed because no knock on any of the young kids here, but you throw them out there in the swamp <laughs> in the yeah, first game. Yeah. That's a big, big, not going to be easy. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, whereas this kid throwing out there, he played his last game was in the national championship game. He's not going to be overwhelmed by anything. So it's a big, yeah. big step up in experience that this, this team needs. Good point. Good. But by the way, uh, I know some of you are talking about Zay Mincy and some other guys in the chat. We'll get to that in a second. I want to kind of finish the, uh, some uh, some of some of this uh, info on some guys that visited and whatnot. Uh, move, move, moving right along to the next guy, right? Another big time uh, prospect, a guy again who his last game was in the national championship game. Another multi year starter for Washington. This time on the other side of the football, um, on the offensive line, Nate Kalepo, <clears throat> excuse me, a big time prospect, a big time kid, was here on a visit this weekend um, as a potential option for for um, him to transfer over to Miami. And again, build that, uh, solidify again a really strong position. I think next year in the offensive line, but also now you're talking about 
you know, McCoy, uh, Matt, Matt McCoy, potentially being behind Kalebo now, where if he, he if he starts, he can start on any power fight program, right? Now you're talking about a kid that, that is going to be rotating a lot um, on the inside, on the interior, maybe even on the outside. So this that's where you're really building depth. Now we're talking about building depth at a position where we can dominate already uh, with getting getting, getting Jalen Rivers back, <clears throat> uh, getting Zach Carpenter in the middle at, at center. Uh, you know, you, you've got Cooper back. You've got Maui Noah back. I mean, now you're rotating Kalepo and you've got Kalepo and, and, and McCoy. I mean, the names go on and on and on, right? So now we're talking about building legitimate depth. However, here's the case, right? As some people are mentioning also, Kalepo is on his old old Miss visit now. And we know we've seen with Ole Miss, and we'll talk about this also a little bit later before we finish. Ole Miss, Ohio State, some of those teams, what they're doing in the transfer portal right now. Uh, we'll get to that. But Ole Miss is, is doing a kick ass job. They're probably the, uh, ranked number one or number two right now in the transfer portal and recruiting and everything that's going on. Uh, they've been able to get some, you know, some incredible, incredibly talented players in, in the transfer portal. Now, Kalepo's visiting over there as well. He left here without pulling the trigger and committing. That doesn't mean that it's that it's not going to happen. He may just be getting all his visits, then he's going to make a decision after that. Uh, but it's never a good thing when he leaves here and goes straight to Ole Miss. We see what Lane Kiffin has been doing in that program. I, I, I'll go the other way around. I'll start with you, DJ, on this. Uh, another position where you're never, you're never satisfied with what you got, even though you might be the best offensive line in the ACC, one of the top ones in the country. Now you bring in a guy like Kalepo, that again solidifies his offense and, and makes this O-line really scary, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, started all 15 games last year and he's had a track record of, you know, staying healthy and, you know, making an impact. And, you know, this is a guy where you can really, again, solidify the offensive line. It's not just like in the case with the safeties. It's not that they don't have talent. But it's about bringing that extra piece and one, again, with big game experience, a veteran type of player. I know that's not really a college term, but an upperclassman veteran type of player at a position where, you know. No, no, no. Ken McCormick is a veteran, okay? (laughs) (laughs) For his uh, 25th year of college football. uh, He he um, is back. He is back for his ninth year. Unbelievable. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead. My bad. My bad. No, you, you no, no, you're good. I totally forgot about McCormick for a second, but anyway, um, you know, I think you know he's Kalepo, teaching classes there now. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I think Kalepo, um, I think Kalepo certainly helps uh, solidify the offensive line because again, that's a position much like the running back position. You know, you, you suffer some, you know, bruises early in the season, and you're down a couple linemen, and then the depth gets thinner and thinner and thinner. So this is another position where it's better to have too many and, you know, too many bodies than too few because once you hit too few, it becomes a real issue. Blue, uh, Frankie Tinelau, uh, Kinsler, Tommy Kinsler, Sam Lola, uh, Ryan Rodriguez, Antonio Tripp. You got Nino Francovia. You got, you got some depth there. Now you bring in a guy like Kalepo potentially. I'm not saying, obviously, yeah. again, he's at Ole Miss right now. But right. we're talking about, you know, with that starting line that you have now, you've got that depth that you bring in a guy like Kalepo who's 
potentially going to be your starting left guard then, and McCoy drops to, to the de- you know to second on the depth chart, or he's just a rotation guy who'll come in as your six you know your six O lineman when you have your bigger packages or whatnot. There's so many advantages to having a guy like Kalepo here. Um, do you like the move if Miami pulls the trigger and and well if Kalepo pulls the trigger at this point? It's yeah, in this court. Yeah, I I agree with DJ. I mean he. The kid's a big physical guy, uh, technically sound, and that's the one thing that you got to understand. And you could be a bigger, stronger than a lot of people, but if you're not a technical machine, and he is, and he's only going to enhance his package when he works with Mirabal and and uh, goes against the defensive lineman that Miami has. And yeah, did I make you smile there for something? <laughs> yeah, you did. I think DJ caught it. I don't know if DJ caught it. Yeah, I caught I it. Did. <laughs> you got it too. I did. <laughs> we, are, we are professional. Oh, we are professionals here. We are, yeah, we're yeah, I caught, I, I caught it, but I didn't want to go back on it. I didn't, I didn't get the memo on that. When did we become There's professionals? Nothing to do with professionals around here. That was. <laughs> but anyway, so that was my closing <laughs> arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Mel, I think Mel caught it if she was listening. Oh, DJ's having a good time with this one. What's the talking jazz? I'm done for. Like, I'm, this I'm, is what the hot season's for. So, uh. hey, listen, man. If he can, if he can do that, then that's great. You know, that's what we're looking. For. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more power too. <laughs> good for him. Oh man, as as the young <laughs> as the young folks like to say nowadays, pause, right? That's what they like to yeah, say. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, this is awesome. I love it. Yeah, you we, we are true. We are not false advertising. <laughs> we are we, true form today. We we promise you no show prep. That no is our guarantee to you. <laughs> yes, it is, Mel. Yes, it is. Oh man, poor is blue. Awesome. Thank I you for it. coming on every week. I don't know yeah. why you do it. Blue, this is why we do this show, man. This is why we do it. Um, uh, and uh, and finally, another guy. I think there's another offensive lineman out there for Washington that's looking around as well that answered the tra- transfer portal. Bulo, Bulow, Bulow. Bulo, like yeah, Bulow. Yeah. Uh, this is another big time kid. So, but I think he. I don't know if he's yeah. really interested here. No, I'm not sure either. I'm not sure. Either. We did talk about Elijah Austin, right, Vish? We did yes. mention Elijah Austin, yeah. right? Uh, that's another big time pickup for the Kings. I don't think people realize how big of a pickup that is, but um, I think we spoke about that already. Uh, so we've got a lot of things to look forward to. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rigs King Show. Yeah.